Hello everybody, I'm Danadar Akshan, and this is Podcasting to My Daughter. Today's topic that I'm going to talk non-stop about is the silver spoon. What is a silver spoon? It's someone that is brought up with wealth. Right now, there's a lot of variation of what is considered poor, having disposable, having disposable income, being rich, and being wealthy. There's a lot of difference in how these people are brought up, but one thing is for certain, and that's we all have problems. They aren't always the same problems, but they're problems nonetheless. Even the person you see that might seem to have it all and doesn't have a care in the world, they can be unhappy on the inside. So this is a understand others and also look into how you treat others kind of talk. Real quick, being considered poor is someone or a group that barely gets by. This number is less than what it was in the past, but it's still too many people in my opinion. These people are still people. They can be kind souls or they can be assholes. Hey, that rhymed. Having disposable income is someone or a group that has some money somehow. How they spend it or save it is their choice. Maybe they should save more so they can get to the next bracket, which is rich or wealthy, but that's them. I can't be them. All I can do is hope someone can guide them to not dispose of income so much just because they make so much. My fear for them is that these people or groups aren't saving for a rainy day harder, and if any emergency happens, they're wiped out and kind of always having their foot up and ready to walk backwards. Again, some people are kind souls, some people are assholes. I really like this rhyme. Being rich means having at least six months to about two or so years of backup funding security, right? This, in my opinion, is what most people actually need to have as security in life. Did they do anything different than the previous two people or groups? Well, a little. They were a little more aggressive with their holding onto their disposable income. Not just some of the times, but all the times, and it's a habit of theirs. Does becoming this group called being rich mean anything? A little bit, but not exactly. Look, some people are kind souls, some people are assholes, and again, it's not based on the full spectrum of people here. It's based on the individual or the singular group of people. Being rich is not a bad thing, and being rich is not the best thing. Wealthy. Having true wealth is not ever having to worry. I'm talking, there's no real need to plan anymore. Some people are handed everything. Some people have to work for everything. Some people have everything but choose to work for everything. Now, I'll tell you the truth. I like my friends that have money. I like my friends with no money, too. But today's topic isn't about talking about who has what because all of us are born naked. We are who we are, regardless of perception we've created of who's better than who or who's worse. Me being included in the disposable income bracket, I don't have anything against the rich or the wealthy. I think the system is unfair to everyone. But at the end of the day, the rich or the wealthy are just people that figured out the system and they exploited it. Everything is exploitable, and that's why I don't judge someone based on their economic upbringings. Look, anyone with two lumps in their brain would do it if that was their goal to happiness. But the truth is, it's not always that cut and dry. Some of the happiest people I know don't have much. And that's the truth. About me and my upbringing, just so you know, my parents were immigrants and considerably poor immigrants too. What well, you know what, I take that back. From what I understand, my mother was from a slightly affluent family. But my dad was somewhere in the working class family systems. I was brought up in a small city connected to the big city in the cheapest part of the country to live in. To make it didn't require a lot. 
just save money and you could have a good life. You know how hard that is for some people to save money? But that's kind of where I am today. It's because of that type of thinking. I know where I got it from. I've been both rich and poor. And either way, I, there were still problems in my life. Now, that's what I want to talk about here. I was almost never blowing cash to impress others. I think there was when I was very, very young. I was probably 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. And then I was like, oh, it doesn't even matter. Those people don't care about me. So I just started not caring about them back. I cared about myself first. I always drove humble cars and bought used if I could to save a few bucks. But somehow, some ways, I got really lucky and I got rich in the poorer state that I grew up in. I was very young. It wasn't through any magic. I just worked all day and night and saved. I didn't have time to spend money. That got me to a point where I had the resources to do things I wanted. But I realized things along the way, and that's part of why I moved to California. I had already gamed the system and exploited it, and the only things available to me were to keep saving and eventually go bigger and bigger. I was rather freaking bored with that idea. It's, it just seemed boring to me. I didn't want to do that. That's very typical, and I'm an atypical person. Also about this time, my mother died. I was just thinking about this. I had to clear her out her place, and she was a hoarder. So I thought I was buying a bunch of junk. She bought a bunch of junk, and I had to clean it out. And that's when the light bulb that really just went off went off, and I changed completely. Who I was, what I was thinking, what I was trying to be. All this was an accumulation of who I was meant to be. I realized that these things, this perception, wasn't important. It wasn't what life was about. What is life about? Keep listening. The richer you are and the more people and things you have to watch so they don't chip off extra money from you. Imagine you have a pomegranate tree. Nobody else does. Now... You have this pomegranate tree, you are able to enjoy the fruits of your labor of growing it, right? But now, there's people that are just wanting a little bit of it. And if everybody wants a little bit of that pomegranate tree, you don't have a pomegranate to enjoy yourself. You might even starve someday. So you have to sleep eight hours no matter what, right? So even if you guarded it during your awake time, people could pull a pomegranate when sleeping because you weren't able to guard it. So you hire a guard. That guard has full access to the pomegranates. You, being the kind soul that you are, you offer them one pomegranate a day to take home. But they take one more than they need. You won't know, right? And you won't, because you've got, what, 30, 40, 50, somewhere around there? You don't know the exact number every day. It's in their own self to get more, because they see more is available. If there was one or two, and they took two, yeah, you would definitely know. But there's many, and you can't keep track. So what am I going about? Maybe they're getting one for a friend, maybe one for their child, right? It's not really evil or anything that they're doing, but this happens over and over again. And so what? You go hire more guards to watch the previous guards? Soon you won't have any pomegranates for yourself because you've hired so many guards. That's being richer and richer every day. You always have to watch people and know that they steal from you no matter what. No matter how good of a friend they are, no matter if they're family, no matter if their best friends from birth, you have to watch people. And that's the trouble with money. It's human nature is what it is. And 
that's not a happy life for someone who is rich and wealthy. That was brought up with the silver spoon, right? They've been accustomed to something like this, and then you're trying to chip away at it, right? Being a mooch is the term, right? That's a funny term, isn't it? So someone like that has to be a little crazy because they have to constantly live in fear of losing their precious pomegranate tree that gives fruit and a happy life for them. So I guess we're all crazy to a point. Who I really think is crazy? People that say they're not crazy. Those are the ones who are actually cuckoo. But anyway, where was I? Oh, so some of these people have done really well and haven't blown through their money on frivolous ventures. They have some to give to their children. Some children are stupid. Let's call it what it is, all right? Some are really stupid. Some are smart, some are average, and then all sorts in between. These children can have all the good things life affords, and they'll still be fuck-ups. Some do all right, though, and that's part of this. It's individuality. Put a hundred people of wealth and look for patterns. Some are good, some are kind, some are evil little shits, but it's up to you to know who is who and whose company to keep. Hopefully I can guide you here. Don't be friends with the stupid people unless they're actually kind. Don't be friends with the smart people unless they're actually kind people. Get it? Good. The point is, some people work extra hard to get things. Some are handed things, and some people don't have to work, but they work anyway. There's no basis on saying rich people suck or poor people are dumb. It's individual and their own behavior and how much they want to sacrifice to get where they want to be. Some people don't want to sacrifice. Some people are fine being paycheck to paycheck. I say, congratulations, you're happy. That's very hard to do. Even if you're dirt poor, you're happy. That means a lot more to me than having all the money in the world and having to constantly watch everything that everybody is doing for your own peace of mind. Everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. The ideal is best to judge someone on their own merits. I have family and friends of all walks in life. You know who's the best out of each organization I've created out of them? That's right. I haven't created an organization of hierarchy. That's meaningless. People evolve too. Some start out as little shits and turn into okay folks. I think I was a little shit as a child, and I've slowly, very slowly gotten to be a better person. And I'm hoping, you listening to me, you can be a better person faster. But I don't know, you, you might not be a little shit. We'll find out. I'm pretty sure you won't. I look at you and I talk to you and you talk to me and I can tell. You'll be alright. I guess I would call you a good little shit. <laughs> I love you, kid. So, what was I saying? Oh, so, I think I was a little shit, right? Uh, I've gotten better. It's been about 10 years, right? I'm 40 now, I'm rounding up. But I'm, you know, I was about 28 or so, 27, 28, when I started thinking, okay, I don't actually need to be a jerk to everybody. Some people still say I'm a jerk, you know, and that's fine. That's their opinion. I've gotten better. I'm not a jerk. I think I have jerk tendencies. So what am I trying to tell you here? People change. I've slowly become a better person. Other people can become better people too. They can also become worse people. Very few people stay exactly the same. Just remember that. There's always that evolution. The evolution for the revolution. There's another rhyme. Should I be a rapper? I don't know. Class is only for those who are power hungry. They put people in little classes, right? That's where we are today. We have little classes that we're, are. we're rich, we're poor, 
We're somewhere in between or we're wealthy, right? My family I talk to and the friends I encompass, they're generally not that type. I'm not either. I have friends of all and family of all types that I talk to. I generally don't befriend people whose only motivation is money, though. That's something deeper that they want than money. They want to feel in control, to feel powerful. And they're not in control. They're not powerful. That is very nerve-wracking. Why do they need to be in control? Were they not in control now? Think about that when you see people that are trying to be control freaks. Look, we're all to a definition seeking safety nets, and that's why there is money in the first place, right? We want to have some backup. Some were born with safety nets, and some have to build their own. My opinion? Regardless of the situation, learn to build. Enjoy the build. That's what life offers. Remember I said earlier? That's what life is. It's a chance to be your own safety net. You don't need others to be your safety net. It helps, but you don't need them. You need you. You have to believe in you. So I guess I'm a bit of a humanist. It's up to you to make the right decisions for yourself and others around you. Guide people. Don't push them. Don't force them. Don't try to control people. Try to lead by example. My question to you is if you won the mega lottery, what would you really do with your winnings? This has been Podcasting My Daughter. I hope you've been entertained, maybe learned something new, and I hope that you have enjoyed your time with me. I'm Denad Rachshan, and I am the father to a beautiful daughter. Hope you have a great day and talk to you soon.